0: Brooke. And this is the macabre cast. And
1: oh, I just realized we didn't talk about this ahead of time. Yeah. Shady's <laughs> not able to be here today. They did not sleep. They did not sleep. And now uh, they are finally sleeping. Yeah. So we are um letting them sleep. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Everyone get good sleep.
1: Yeah. So just the two of us today. Well, yes. like
0: I mean, it was never just the two like of us. Like was say like old times, but it feels like old <laughs> times. <laughs> but we have literally never done an episode without Shahi here because they've been helping not us from completely. the start. Not yeah. completely. Yeah. Not completely alone. Yeah. Alone.
1: They've set it up for us and left, though. Mm-hmm. I think once or twice. Yeah. But yeah, they're I... sleeping,
0: so... They taught me how to do this setup. I'm like a certified sound technician person now. Holly's wearing the headphones. (laughs) Catch me out here having the biggest ego ever. So official.
1: (laughs) Oh, um, I wanted to shout out my little brother who started listening to the podcast. Yay. (laughs) And um, if anybody else thinks that he and his girlfriend should start a chicken podcast, like we talked about a couple episodes ago I would then listen please encourage because he thought that was funny and I'm not I'm not kidding <laughs> I, I think, would listen I think it would be awesome
0: <laughs> I can't imagine like what would end up being on a chicken podcast how to care for your chickens the best way like okay yeah good, good chicken care my brain immediately went to chicken related stories
1: Ooh, chicken related okay chicken you know chicken stories chicken tales
0: chicken adventures chicken adventures it'd be like chicken run but
1: i love that movie you know
0: they're coming out with another one did you know also that
1: this they only have enough clay to make one more feature film because the clay company this is so specific so specific specific the company that makes wallace and gromit Uh uh-huh has a favorite clay maker that went out of business and they bought out all of their clay or whatever uh-huh. and they only have enough clay left to make their last feature film Why
0: with their like favorite
1: clay get different clay I don't know it's like their favorite whatever so all right right now as far as we know like at least this will be the last movie and it's actually a Wallace and Gromit feature film mm. it's not a different like mm-hmm. flagship of theirs oh I'm so excited I love stop motion yeah Holly's just.
0: Holly thinks it's just okay. Yeah, I think it's. I I appreciate the craft of it. I think it's absolutely bizarre that people do stop motion and don't lose their minds. Huh. But I claymation in particular sometimes hits the like uncanny valley portion of my brain. That's why I like it though. Yeah. Like I like the uncanny valley of it all. Yeah. Have you seen the uncanny valley like? Uh, makeup trends and stuff that are going on uh no we'll have to look into it but oh Oh. yeah it's interesting uh but anyways uh what are our contenders oh shit (laughs) yeah we should get going huh so you want to go first day sure uh my contender for this one is the U.S.'s legally haunted house oh
1: i'm very excited to hear about this one because i i want to hear about what the fuck that means
0: yeah yeah (laughs) it'll be interesting um and then i'll be
1: covering the hollow moon theory i have never
0: heard of this theory before i can't even believe
1: that you've never heard of this um and i'm gonna like touch briefly on like related conspiracies but i'm mostly going to talk about like the initial hollow moon
0: theory that happened Mm. like like the moon landing conspiracy well
1: yeah because this happened right after that but Mm. not that specifically there is a part in my notes where i wrote the moon landing happened on this date supposedly (laughs) (laughs) just for
0: vibes (laughs) you know in um in high school i had a teacher who showed us a like video like it was a VHS tape so i don't know where he got did it from did they roll out the big tv on No the... there was one hanging in the classroom Oh look at you, yeah. you go um, <laughs> But he like played a a video that was sup- supposed to be like how to tell fact from fiction but it what? was it was just moon landing conspiracy theory propaganda What the fuck Like he just showed us a video of people being like the moon landing was like, was like faked and that, oh and God. he was like, "See if you can find the things that aren't true." And I was like, "What? What is this? Wait, what are you so he wasn't trust? Wait, so h- was he
1: saying? <laughs> Hang on, are you implying that he was saying like,
0: point out what's wrong about this? He was. It was purely like he was like, "I'm not going to say one way or the other. Which way I think it goes. Try and." F- try and figure out which things would be evidence based and which things aren't okay but it's it was fully like a, a video that was like pro moon landing being fake that's very odd it was it was
1: really strange i fo- i hope that there's somewhere in like a high school that now that's
0: watching the like flat earthers one that yeah. we watched yeah he that same that same science teacher, which by the way he was the science teacher, uh, that <laughs> that same fuck? science teacher though is also the one who taught us evolution, and then said, "I'm only teaching you this because I'm required to, but I don't believe it." Oh my god! What the fuck? Yeah. So
1: <laughs> anyway, we grew up in a horrible, horrible place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I luckily didn't have any of that, but I did have, like, a very, very Republican, like, conservative Mm. Mm -hmm. um, history teacher that was, like, kind of scary. Yeah, same. (laughs) But at the time, I was, like, so ignorant and, like, a robot myself that I, like, did not really realize what was happening yeah but frankly those class, all of those classes were just so easy like i didn't even have to pay attention to the content it was no just like it's just going trash. through the motions yeah. so whatever i digress this whole thing I anyways digress.
0: so there are our topics um, <laughs> we don't
1: have we, clearly we don't have our referee here to like i don't run um, us in yeah so i guess we'll rock paper scissors yeah all by ourselves no loser interview today no. just um vibes only. just winners oh shit oh one <laughs> of my cats made stink oh gross you okay anyways ready <laughs> stinky rock paper scissors i'm ready uh okay rock, rock paper, paper scissors shoot. shoot oh a tie oh okay ready yes
0: rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors. shoot <gasps> i win you bastard. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Shafi's not here to, to make me like be nicer to you about winning. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> I like have, don't have very much competitive nature, so I'm like, woo, whatever. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first or second today? You said yours is going to be longer than mine.
0: It is. Um, I'm going to go first because okay. I am. Lay it on me really excited to talk about this this legally haunted haunted house i'm so excited to hear about it yeah and to drink soju we're having soju tonight yeah it's just plum the two of us. soju it's delicious yeah um it was at qfc what so <laughs> yeah oh, it,
1: that's surprising i know
0: they just had them out they were like not even in the alcohol section they were in the section with cheese and i was like <laughs> all right I, the expiration date or like
1: the the on best Buy, it's not best Buy. it's like the date that they were like shelved or bottled right because Mm -hmm. it's this it's you know shelf stable um it says born and then a date
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love it was translations born Born. (laughs) but yeah this plum one is really good um but yes so getting started i have decided to switch the way that i do my notes so that my um sources are at the end because for a lot of the things that i've been researching it's like it's it's just my sources end up getting built in somewhat it also like gives it away sometimes yeah.
1: when we give sources at the beginning so i'm cool with for whatever obviously. okay just want to
0: you know give people i obviously don't care <laughs> the heads up Thank i'm not he's. trying to disillusion. yeah to not say sources or anything um but here we go uh, this house is commonly referred to as the Ackley house okay. because those are the owners who made it famous for being haunted. Okay. Um, but it did have previous owners. Oh. I will be referring to it as the Ackley house just for the ease of like right. everyone knowing what I'm talking about or the house. So like I'm talking about the house. It's the haunted house. Yeah. Um <laughs> I love haunted house
1: stories. J- this is kind of like a random quip, really yeah. quick. I love haunted house stories, but I feel almost like I'm desensitized to all of them after reading House of Leaves because yeah. nothing will be more scary.
0: No, that book like ruined.
1: nothing will hit quite the same for yeah. a haunted house after that.
0: Book. Yeah. I don't think I've – it's been a really long time since I've read a book and felt, like, scared once I put it down, you know? Yeah. But, like, there was – I think you probably will know the part that I'm talking about. But there was, like, a part where I set it down and I was, like, I feel watched. Yes. And, like, I feel haunted. Suddenly, like,
1: (laughs) the way that book gives – the house, a living, breathing kind of spirit, yeah, makes terrifying. it feel like you're never alone.
0: Yeah, there's always and something. the like.
1: The only time before that that I've experienced something like while reading a book like that was actually when we read War of the Worlds. Mm. Do you remember? Okay, this is a weird, deep friendship cut. Do you remember <laughs> when we when we were in Victorian literature? Yeah, and we were reading War of the Worlds by H. G. Wells. Yes, which
0: is. It's a actually really good. It's amazing, yeah. and it's
1: supposed to be like the first like alien, yeah, like literature thing, mm-hmm. supposedly. Whatever. That's white in si- Western yeah, literature. Yeah, that's white yeah. people shit. But that's what they say. Mm-hmm. So I remember that when I was reading it, it was the school year after Dunkirk had just come out, and at mm. that time in my life, I was really into listening to soundtracks while I was reading or studying. Oh, no. And so I was listening to the oil spill scene song from Dunkirk. Oh. The Christopher Nolan film. Oh, no. Like, (laughs) while reading that book, and I remember putting it down, and I was, like, sweating. And I, like, remember that that was the first time I really felt like that, like, since I was a kid. And then reading House of Leaves, like, one-upped that for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's deeply unsettling. Anyways. I'll get off my soapbox about books now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to this haunted <laughs> house. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> my transitions are always, like, so bad. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, Holly's
1: terrible at transitions. It's fine. It's fine.
0: It's I make up for it in storytelling and my voice. Yeah. So. Oh, OK. Listen, we all know. Uh, oh, <laughs> your dulcet tones. Yeah. Um, but this story about the Ackley house starts in Nyack, New York, which I'm realizing I did not look up how you say that town. Um, It's spelled N-Y-A-C-K. I assumed it would be Nyack, but it could be Nyack, I guess, Um, or some other strange pronunciation of it. Um, But that town is actually the site of Ichabod Crane's Headless Horseman story Ah. as well. Um, Which, you know, take a listen to our Halloween episode that Brooke did about the Headless Horseman. A very good episode. I loved that episode. But uh, Nyack was supposedly the inspiration for Sleepy Hollow and, like, as such, has a lot of spooky stories around it. And, like, there are a few different... Like, when I was doing research on this, like, the Ackley family said that there were, like, a few different haunted houses in Nyack. Yeah. Like, it's not like theirs was the only no, one, you know? No, no. Because, um,
1: like, the whole reason why they say, like, the town was kind of spooky yeah. in the Ichabod Crane, like, story is just that, like, wars had happened there and people yeah. had died there. And so there was, like, a rich history of, like, death yeah. <laughs> in the area.
0: Yeah. Already. so. Yeah, so we're back to Sleepy Hollow, I guess. <laughs> Love that. Um, but this this story has to do with the house situated at One Lavetta Place. The house is a large Victorian house that was built in 1890, and it is 4,628 square feet. Whoa! Yeah, it's like a mansion. It's Damn. Not quite a mansion, I guess, but basically in my opinion it has eight bedrooms and four and a half bathrooms that's a mansion yeah <laughs> yeah that's a mansion to it's mean. three stories wow um, it has a view of the the hudson which it overlooks um it has a wraparound porch a turret and a fenced-in pool. Okay, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, it has stained glass windows Am and I allowed hard to look at floors it. Floors no? and elaborate crown molding. What? And I have a little note here that's like basically Brook's Dream House. Yes,
1: yeah. you're describing like an amazing house.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I actually sent pictures of it. You did. Um, those are like recent photos of it, so you know. Okay. But. It is, like, a, it's a really beautiful house, and, like, they've got um, exposed brick in the kitchen to, like, like, then it's all warm and nice, and, like, it's Oh, it's, it's awesome. gorgeous. It's um, cool. Yeah. It looks haunted as fuck. hmm The, there's, a, we'll post these photos as well, but there's a photo of, uh, like, some really nice wooden staircases and, like, the stained glass with the with the staircase and it just is it's beautiful um and there's more pictures of the inside of it if you like google the house because it's been sold a few times and so there's like the listings on it um the inside is immaculate yeah it's beautiful the banister yeah what yeah it's amazing absolutely gorgeous (gasps) it's so cool yeah it's beautiful um and uh while it was beautifully crafted it was also holding a macabre secret (gasps) gasp um it's unclear who the first owners of the house were uh, when it was built in 1890 but the house eventually sat empty and in some state of disrepair um for a good number of years actually so by the time the Ackley's moved into the house in 1960s it had already been sitting absolutely oh. empty with like no buyers.
1: Interesting yeah that's never a good sign.
0: No and <laughs> uh and even like odder I guess well I'll get to some of the odd stuff later but uh, I was able to find an interview with Helen's daughter's Helen ackley's daughter. Yeah. Um who's one of the people who moved in. Her daughter Cynthia did a pod did an interview with the podcast Strange Phenomenon
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um I got like a bunch of insight into why they decided to move there along with a bunch of first-hand accounts of living in that. That's so cool. Yeah, which is super cool. Check it out. Like there's a written transcription of it and then mm-hmm. also you can listen to it. Um but Helen and George Ackley moved into the house uh, in the 1960s and they brought their children with them. Their children at the time were Cynthia, George, Kara, or Kara, and William. Um, at the time that they lived there, Cynthia was just going into high school oh, okay. and then the other kids were younger, I believe. Okay. Um, They originally moved because George Ackley was working for a company that would move him around a bunch. And so when they would go to, like, new towns, they would, he would buy a house to flip. Mm. And then would, like, they'd live there and work on it. This is like, um... It's like, uh... Hill House. Haunting of Hill... Yeah. Yeah, this is just like Hill House. It is. But, so that's essentially what they were doing. They bought the house to flip it, um... And it like, because it was sitting empty, it seemed like a good project, um, oddly though like with a house that had been sitting empty for that long there wasn't any like graffiti on the house or like damage to it right because like everyone had pretty much stayed away from it i mean Um, red flag
1: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) which is exactly Um, why i want to live there yeah
0: and like in the interview cynthia was like yeah it was weird like there wasn't any graffiti or anything on it Um, um okay yeah run um When the Ackley family moved in, neighbors ended up telling them that there was a rumor that the house was haunted. It was like a couple neighborhood kids who like (laughs) stopped by and they were like,
1: did you know your house is haunted? I'm obsessed with that. Um. (laughs) You're like telling a story that I want to be my life. Yeah. Like I want to move into a house and for people to be like, oh no, don't you know that this house is haunted? And they'd be like, yeah, but like I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of ghosts. ghosts. I can cohabitate. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Which is funny
0: that you say that. Because that's pretty much what they did. Dope. Um, Cynthia, Cynthia said that like all throughout high school, because she lived there for four years when she was in high school. Oh, wow. Um, she would like joke and tell her friends that the house was haunted, and everyone just kind of like accepted it or didn't. Like it just was like a fact. You uh-huh. just were like, yeah, okay. What year was haunted. this again? Uh, the sixties, sixties <laughs> okay. and seventies. Sounds about yeah. right. Um. They All of the family, though, started to experience, like, strange happenings right, shortly nice, after nice. moving in. Um, they weren't bothered by it at all, though, which I was, like, initially really surprised about. Um, they said that they didn't really have an issue with the ghosts being there. And, like, Helen just, like, Cynthia talked about her mom, Helen, and Helen apparently just respected the fact that they lived there too and was like we can just exist together and that's fine
1: that's awesome um yeah I love that
0: yeah and so I want that to be me yeah and they like all just pretty like they all pretty much just respected the fact that there were ghosts and that was that that's so cool um like 10 out of 10 yeah like they got freaked out by some stuff but not much (gasps) um I love it while renovating the house, Helen said that a repairman came and asked her if she was planning to stay there alone that night um, because he had been hearing footsteps in the house where there should have been none because Helen was the only person home. Oh, my God. Um, Helen it. said that she, like, didn't feel threatened by this. And she actually wrote an article um, and had it published later on in her life, like, while she was still living there, but later on. Mm-hmm. Um and in it, she wrote, I got nothing but good vibes. So we lived with the footsteps, and I found it reassuring to have such a vigilant patrol man on duty 24 hours a day. Anyway, all old houses creak.
1: <gasps> I love this woman. Yeah. This woman is, like, amazing. Yeah. I want that to be my life.
0: And I love it. So she, she like, had this article that she, she published, and in it, she wrote about other hauntings haunted experiences that they like had Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: and she said that a light fixture cord swaying over the family dinner table on a windless day then stopped in mid-swing as if by some unseen hand (gasps) Um, French doors suddenly flung open, a casement window gaping, these performances were not given on command but several friends did see the phenomena George nailed the casements shut and Cynthia, our oldest daughter, then 15 quietly closed the French doors when she found them ajar. So like everyone just kind of lived with it, lived with it. And That's they were so like, cool. That's, it's whatever. Um, on another occasion, Helen was looking out her windows at the Hudson and felt a chill on the left side of her body. Uh, and she described it as if someone was like standing right next to her. Um, but when she turned, there was no one there. She said that she decided to just talk out loud to the entity. <sighs> yes, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, About how, like, it was such a beautiful view and, like, wasn't this view from this spot so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, And then went to walk out of the room and the cold spot, like, followed her ah. all the way. And she, like, paused at the door and was like, I'm going to bed now. Good night. And, like left it there basically um (laughs) i love it yeah she did say that that was one of the times that like was the spookiest yeah because that energy didn't feel like super friendly yeah it was just Um, like weird yeah uh cynthia also uh started waking up before everyone else did and she told helen that at the exact same time every morning bed would start shaking and would continue shaking harder until she got up. Um, Cynthia was supposed to be going on Christmas break at the time and really wanted to sleep in um, and was like, I don't know what to do about my bed shaking every morning at the same time because mm-hmm. like, I want to sleep in yeah, its break. she's like a teenager. Yeah, and so... Um, in the 60s. Yeah, and so, so she spoke out loud to her, like, quote, unquote, alarm clock uh, and told told it that she wanted to sleep in and that she, like, would appreciate it if she could be not woken up as early because it's her break. And during Christmas, that, like, holiday break, the shaking stopped. Oh, my God. But then it came back? Yeah. <gasps> uh- <gasps> respectful. <laughs> respectful king. Yeah, exactly. We love it um the other heck yeah all of the other kids except for Kara or Kara, um who already woke up really early all also had their beds shaken too to wake them up that's so weird yeah it was like a, the ghost was like time to get up kids time to go to school yeah. like <laughs> it, maybe the ghost was like a old granny or something yeah something you know taking care of them mm-hmm. yeah um While they were uh, doing renovations on the house as well, because they were, like, continually doing renovations Mm because it's a flip house, you know. Also rich people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Helen said, quote, after we had painted the woodwork and the window lock was newly engaged, untoward motion ceased. But sometimes in the summer, I like to unlock the window and let the ghosts have at it because they were like opening and closing the windows
1: like random yeah times of day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well she was like it's hot out whatever yeah. that's so funny i love that <laughs> i know she's like i'd like i'd let the ghosts have at it that's you know? so funny i love it <laughs> yeah um so she's like this time of year like i can't just let you opening and closing the window all the time Like, I yeah. gotta keep the heat in but like in the summer whatever go for go it go for it like that's your time of year do it
0: who cares wholesome yeah um The family eventually started to also see the ghosts instead of just experience like things being moved or shaken Mm -hmm. or stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, One day, Helen was painting a like gray room a different color because she didn't like the color gray like a normal person. Um, Yeah. I've been seeing so many things on TikTok recently of people like getting rid of their colorful decorations and redecorating their apartments to be like in gray muted tones and being like isn't it so
1: nice and I'm like no where are you seeing this information it's awful this sounds like straight people content
0: it does sound like straight well I was confused because I saw one just a little bit ago that was like clearly a gay person's apartment But then it got changed into a straight person's apartment. And I was like, what is this? Minimalism is for trash people. Yeah. So anyways, it's beside the point. I'm just angry about someone having ever painted a room gray. Um, Stupid. But so she was changing the color from gray to a different color. I think it was blue. Um, And she started to feel like someone was watching her. She decided to like speak out loud again and say... Uh, how much she hoped that they liked the color that she chose and that th- that they liked the changes that she was making to mm-hmm, the house. Mm-hmm. Um, when she turned to look around the room again, because she still felt like someone was watching her, she saw a man sitting in the chair of the room that oh. she had been painting. Oh. Yeah. Um, and she described him saying, quote, He was the most cheerful and solid-looking little person Ah, I have ever seen. Cute! A cap of white hair framed his round, apple-cheeked face, and there were piercing blue eyes under thick white eyebrows. His light blue suit was immaculate. The cuffs of the short, unbuttoned jacket turned back over ruffles at his wrists. A white, ruffled stock showed at his throat— Below breeches cut to his kneecaps, he wore white hose and shiny black pumps with buckles.
1: Oh my god, he was like old timey yeah. stuff. That's yeah. wild.
0: <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. She also um He was probably racist. Probably. Anyways. Right after that, oh, she um
1: colonizing asshole.
0: Yeah, probably. What? Right after that, she actually wrote that she hadn't been drinking and it wasn't the paint fumes. Oh my God, that's so Um, funny. (laughs) So she was like super self-aware of how it sounded to people. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A few different times, her daughter Cynthia had also seen a woman in the house. Um, She described the most vivid time that she saw this woman saying, quote, I made sure the TV room doors were closed and went in to go into my bedroom. The French doors had long clear glass in it. I looked in and there was a woman all dressed in white sitting on the edge of my bed looking into where my dresser mirror was brushing her hair. She turned and looked at me and nodded to me. I just I just nodded back and went back into the TV room and got a glass of water and sat there for a few minutes and like when she went back the woman was gone um (laughs) okay yeah uh later on cynthia's husband because cynthia moved back into the house um like uh, many years later with to like live with her mom and she brought her husband with her because they were like in a transition space or whatever yeah um so Cynthia's husband and her were living in the house again, and her husband saw the same exact ghost that Cynthia oh. had seen. Um, he thought that... He he wrote in the, like... He has, like, a website for the family that has, okay. like, a... It has, like, family newsletters. Okay. And, like, it has, like, his point of view of the story Okay. On it. Okay. And, like, it's very thorough. Oh. Um, and <laughs> He's into it. Yeah. Like, he just, it's, it's actually, like, a website where he posts pictures of trains and, like, other... I have so many questions <laughs> right now.
1: What the fuck are you talking and about?
0: other, like, transportation methods. What is this but... man's <laughs> hobbies? <laughs> what? I don't know. Stop. <laughs> trains? Yeah, he posts pictures don't... of, like... Trains and other transportation, Trains, planes, and automobiles. Um, does that,
1: does that <laughs> click in anybody else's brain from yeah. VHS
0: yeah. childhood? Um, but on that same website, because I like got directed to this website, and I was like, "What the hell is this? That's fucking weird." Um, and then I like realized that it was Cynthia's husband, and he like has his like hobby photography stuff that he does or whatever but then also he has a section on the house and about his like haunted experiences in it and Cynthia's experiences and then he also has like family newsletter like you know when people do Christmas like family newsletters he has all of those posted on this website for like the last like 20 years like
1: all like that's so much private information yeah, yeah that's
0: fucking weird i didn't actually like there was there was extra information in there about helen and like the family in those newsletters that i did read but i'm not going to include in here just because it feels it felt, like, too private to share. What even hell? Even though it's, like, a public website that anyone can these look pe- at. Are these people just old and don't realize that people can look at that stuff? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. Because, um, sure. like, like, I mean, Cynthia was in high school in, like, the late 60s, early 70s. Oh, no. So, like, you know, they're not young. I guess that's, um. like, <laughs> older than my grandparents.
1: Yeah. So, like... Yeah, he's just... Or no, that's my grandparents'
0: age. He just, like, really wants people to be able to have access to family knowledge. I don't know. It, and there's, the? like, pictures of the kids and the grandkids and, like, where they're going to college and what they're up what the to fuck? And,
1: like... That feels illegal. Okay. Yeah. This feels wrong. Yeah.
0: So I'm not going to, like, share all of that information no. because it felt wrong. Yeah. Um But if you felt inclined, I guess, you can find it because it's public information. I... Or it's
1: accidentally public information, I don't know.
0: Mark? Well, and the website has, like, a little disclaimer at the bottom that's, like, this is all information by this person. And for, like, me, and it's my, I reserve the right to have this information. Oh. And I'm, like, I don't think that's actually, uh, okay. okay. Um, okay <laughs> so it's, I don't know. It's strange. But. Anyways, he talked about this particular instance of seeing the same ghost woman that Cynthia had seen when she was younger. Okay. And he wrote that he felt like the ghost was, like, essentially vibe-checking him to make sure that he was a good dude.
1: Oh. Um, okay. And, like,
0: was watching out for Cynthia. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And, like, he he said that he thinks he got the ghost's approval because, like, nothing good bad happened. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, Helen's cousin and his wife um, Ingrid also came to stay with them one time um, Ingrid also saw something she said uh. that she saw a man in a revolutionary period coat and powdered wig and he came into her room she felt him sit on her bed and saw him pull out a glowing book What the? he turned a few pages of the book and then just disappeared I feel like I just got, like, <laughs> whirlwinded
1: into a completely different timeline.
0: What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the same guy that, like, that Helen had seen while she was painting the room. The fancy man? Maybe. Oh. But, like, he just, like, wanted to have a sit and read and, I don't know, with his glowing book? I don't know. What was it? I don't know. It was a book, but it was just glowing. Mm-hmm. I don't I some. I like. I think everyone saw these ghosts because there are too many of them for it to all be lies. Yeah. But like, Ingrid and her glowing book is a little sus. Yeah, that's sus. Um, Helen's husband George also saw a figure in the hall that disappeared when he came up the steps. Okay. Um. He apparently all he saw was. A figure wearing moccasin-like slippers. Okay. Disappearing into another room. Um, Okay. Yeah. The ghosts would also take and leave things um, for the family. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Like, they would just steal from people? Well, they would give gifts. Okay. Um, They... The only instance that I saw of them taking something was one of them took George's ham sandwich. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally same at those ghosts. Same. I could you. I could go for a sandwich. A right good now. ham sandwich. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So apparently they really wanted the ham sandwich, um, but they would also give gifts like around a port important occasions Mm -hmm. Um, it's unclear whether the gifts like would stay or if they'd just like disappear after a little bit I don't know that's weird but um, Cynthia actually found a pair of silver tongs left for her when she got married oh that like no one had any idea where they came from Oh, Um, fancy yeah and when Helen and George had their first grandchild they found a golden baby ring that they also had no idea where it came from. Baby ring? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I feel like it's a ring for a baby, but I've, i I also that seems am like, like a choking that hazard. Feels like it can't be right. But it was also the like the 70s, 80s. So that seems like a choking hazard. Yeah, but it's also the 70s, 80s. So do parents care about I choking hazards? I feel like by hazards, then
1: they would know that babies put fingers in mouths. Except so. for
0: would they care? True is the thing. True. Would they care? parents in the 60s did not give a yeah. shit so I don't know that, that is weird but by all accounts what the fuck <laughs> by all accounts Helen did not have a problem with the ghosts she actually wanted to take them with her if she ever had to move and said it was frightening and said it was like frightening occasionally but mostly entertaining oh
1: that's pleasant I yeah. suppose
0: and she, like, legitimately, like, was, like, if I move, I want to take the ghost with me. I Aww. don't want to be alone.
1: <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: like, when she was living in the house alone at some point, like, she was, like, no, like, kids don't worry about me. I'm not alone. Like, I'll never be alone. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. That is I'm, kind of odd, though. It's, it's a little odd. I'm happy that she had such a good attitude about it. Um, yeah. But I'm but also like, like, are you OK? Yeah. Like, what is? And like, at some point while they were living there, her husband, George, died. Um, So like, I think that was part of it, too. It's okay. like, you know. At some point, he's not around anymore, and, like, you're just there with the ghosts, and yeah. some of it gets a little sad when you say it like that. Yeah, now, but... <laughs> I'm, now I'm sad, Holly. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Classic. Helen published an article okay. about the house in the 70s mm-hmm. talking about the hauntings, which mm-hmm. is where I got a lot of this information right. from, is directly from her. That's cool. Um, She apparently was taking creative writing classes Aww. and loved writing. And she wanted to try to get something published in the Reader's Digest, which is where this was published. That's cool. Yeah, which is why she submitted it and publicized the hauntings, according to Cynthia. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so she like, she also would publish a couple articles in newspapers about the house, um, and like established it as like officially haunted in the public's eyes. Yeah. Um, because of like these. Yeah, publications. where's the legality thing coming? Oh, don't in. worry, don't worry. I'm getting to it. Okay but first the haunted house yeah Uh, (laughs) um but all the hauntings being said eventually she did sell the house in 1980 listed it for sale or 1989 she listed it for sale because she wanted to downsize after the death of george and like Mm -hmm. her kids being out of the house and Mm -hmm. stuff eight rooms and four and a half bathrooms are no longer necessary yeah when is that ever necessary yeah gross um Helen hired Richard Ellis, a realtor, to help her sell the house. Um, and it was listed for $800,000 in 1989.
1: Yeah, when I just looked at it, it was like something. Yeah. Point, like one point
0: something million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a young couple named Jeffrey and Patricia Stambovski decided to put an offer in on the house. And they claimed that they only found out about it being haunted from the community after they had already put in like an ur- their earnest deposit. Okay. Not from the realtor. Um, Jeffrey said that he didn't care about ghosts and didn't believe in them. Okay. But he did care about the market. Jeffrey seems like an asshole. Yeah. Um. Sorry,
1: I I didn't react because I just <laughs> stared blankly at Holly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that you just said all of that. Yeah.
0: I can't believe all those words just came out of your mouth. I know. Yeah. He's wild. But anyways, um, Helen and Cynthia both remember Helen mentioning that the house was haunted offhandedly to the new owners, Mm -hmm. but apparently it was never done officially. Um, Ellis, the realtor, also remembered that happening, but... The conversations were never properly documented okay, and, like, weren't in writing in they any They should have done that. Yeah, yeah, in any way. Um, after the uh, – what's their last name? After the Stambovskis mm-hmm. sent in the down payment or the earnest payment, they wanted to pull out of the sale without losing their money because they felt that the information should have been properly disclosed. Okay. Okay. Um, they sued Helen for fraudulently misrepresenting the condition of the home, meaning Kay. that the ghosts resided in the home, which is the condition of the home, Kay. apparently. Um, it's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but initially, the judge ruled in favor of Helen because yeah. New York operates under a buyer beware rule, Okay, um, meaning that the buyer of the home has to do all of the due diligence on the property and the seller is not obligated to disclose. Especially because it
1: wasn't like a death in the home that mm-hmm. was like a documented issue. That yeah. it was just haunted. Like that's not the same type. Like yeah. if someone's died in a house, like that's there's a di- like a different type of like procedure they yeah. have to go through to disclose that information. But anyway, I digress. Th- yeah,
0: that's. They were money grabbing. Yeah. So the Stambovskis decided to file an appeal with the New York Supreme Court. Um, uh, And that court ruled in favor of the Stambovskis in what would become known as the Ghostbuster ruling. Oh. Yeah. Um, They, the court decided that because Helen had previously publicized the ghosts, the house was then legally haunted because she was – so she was obligated to disclose the information to the buyers since it was not a physical issue with the house, similar to as if a crime had been committed. Huh. Um. So essentially, like, had she not published stuff, it would have been more up for debate. But mm-hmm. because she published it, she – I established it as haunted and so she like admitted it to everyone else except for the buyers i don't um,
1: feel like that i don't yeah. feel like i agree with that but okay
0: um the opinion on the on the ruling reads quote whether the source of the spectral apparitions seen by defendant seller defendant the seller um are parapsychic or psychogenic Having reported their presence in both a national publication, Reader's Digest, and the local press in 1977 and 1982, respectively, the defendant is stopped to deny their existence, and as a matter of law, the house is haunted. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. I know. So essentially, like, the judge was like, because it's publicized, This house is legally haunted. That is so wild. Yeah. Um, The name of the case being known as, I mean, that's not the court, it's not the case name, but the like shortened name for it or like the nickname for it is the Ghostbuster ruling. Yeah, that's
1: so cool. I love, I like
0: the name. It also comes from the opinion on that was written by the judge on the case, um, where they write, quote, from the perspective of a person in the position of plaintiff herein, a very practical problem arises with respect to the discovery of a paranormal phenomenon. Who you gonna call? As a title (gasps) song to the movie Ghostbuster asks, applying the strict rule of caveat emptor, which is caveat emptor is um, buyer beware, Mm Uh, to a contract involving a house possessed by poltergeists conjures up visions of a psychic or medium routinely accompanying the structural engineer and Terminix man on an inspection of every home subject to a contract of sale oh my god yeah so essentially they're saying that since you cannot call someone to assess whether there are or are not ghosts. The burden should be on the seller to disclose that information. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I'll pause for questions.
1: <laughs> My thought like I'm just sitting here thinking about this and then I'm I'm sitting here looking at you in our apartment building that's was built in the 60s. Yeah. thinking about how someone's definitely died here before and i've never experienced anything at least yet paranormal yeah. here and just being like i wonder
0: i wonder i wonder if we asked our our land people <laughs> michelle <laughs> yeah shout out to michelle <laughs> would they tell us that it's haunted probably not yeah but yeah, so they like literally referenced Ghostbusters in the opinion. That's so wild. Yeah. And I don't know if I agree with that, but that's wild. Yeah. So they were basically being like, with buyer beware, like the whole premise of buyer beware is you can contact people to assess the home. And so it's the buyer's burden to do that. Yeah. But you
1: have to call the inspectors. Yeah. Like it's but, your job.
0: But in this case, like, There's no inspectors that you can call to assess whether or not the home is haunted. And so the only one who can attest to that is someone who's been living there. Which I do
1: understand. I just think it's a little bit like... It's wild. It feels (laughs) a little bit like, okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, But according to Cynthia, Helen wasn't bothered by the ruling at all. Um, In an interview, Cynthia said um, she, Helen was proud that it was the first legally haunted house. Good for her. She put that as a sign that things are progressing in the world, that there are things out there that we know nothing about. We shouldn't be so closed-minded as to think that just because we don't know anything about it, we should fear it. Good for her. Yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Can you say, oh, snaps for the end of that.
1: Snaps yeah. for
0: the end of that for sure. Helen is out here just be just vibing. Progressive. She's like, and apparently she was just like happy to get half of the money back because like the judge ended up ruling that like she could keep half the money and she had to give half the money back to the buyers. And okay, yeah, and she was like, nice. I get to keep half the money. Yeah, you know, like she just was like, this old lady rocks. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, Helen. Now for like the aftermath sort of notes here. Um, Helen Ackley died in 2003 after moving to Florida um, where she was living at the time of her death. Her daughters, Cynthia and Kara Kara, were in Florida with her at the time of her death Mm -hmm. and they had moved her into a care facility. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find out a lot more detailed information about her death. And oh. about their family on the Kavanaugh-published family newsletters that are online. Jesus. <laughs> but I did not want to disclose all of that information because yeah. it felt weird to give, like, the entire medical diagnosis of Helen, which he did in the newsletter. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was a whole thing, but it's it's fine. But So she died supposedly surrounded by family. Okay, well, that's good. Um, in 2021... The house was on the market again for $1.795 million. That's what I thought, yeah. Um, It has also been owned by a few notable folks in the past. Um, Who dis? Toronto-born filmmaker Adam Brooks and his wife lived there. And if you don't know, Adam Brooks was the co-writer for the screenplay of Practical Magic. That makes a lot of (laughs) sense
1: if you've seen Practical Magic. Because the house is fucking exquisite.
0: Amazing. Just saying. Yeah. Um, Ingrid Michelson also lived there. She is a singer. Most notable that I, like, the song that I knew, which I feel like is the most notable because I don't know songs, um, was the song Girls Chase Boys. I'd have to see it because I'm
1: horrible with, like, I can't, I'm a terrible auditory processor. Yeah.
0: And the um, rapper... Mattis yahoo oh i think i'm saying it right but he apparently also lived there um and none of them have reported any hauntings oh yeah no one who has lived there since has reported any hauntings but prior to that it was a known haunted home Mm -hmm. interesting and um helen's family thinks that helen brought the ghosts with her like took her took, took them th- with her. Yeah. Oh. Took them with her when she moved. Maybe. Um Yeah, so that is that <sighs> and I like will rattle off wonderful. some sources here. Yeah. Go um, for it. Yeah, wow, so, that was wonderful. Yeah. We've got housebeautiful.com. Oh my god. The a uh, lifestyle. <laughs> um we have the interview with Cynthia mm-hmm. from uh the podcast. Oh goodness, I said it earlier. The podcast is Strange Phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um it is on Apple Podcasts if you want to listen to it. You can also just Google it and it shows up. Um, there's the article from the 1970s that Helen published. You okay. can also find that online. Um, it's called uh, ha- Our Haunted House on the Hudson. Love it. Uh, published in 1977. I um, the star.com had an article about this as well. OldHouseCalling.com. Love it, love it. Um, and then I do have the the case text from Stambovsky v. Ackley, the actual oh, like, right. court case. <gasps> nice, um, nice, nice. And then, I love a spicy source. Yeah. And then ktransit which is um, Mark Cavanaugh's trains and planes and
1: automobiles website?
0: K-Transit. Oh, my God. Uh.
1: (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about when I say planes, trains, and automobiles? Yeah, I do.
0: Are you looking up K-Transit? Wow. It's awful. (laughs) Yeah. Learn more
1: about Mark's family as well as a history lesson about the very Irish name of Cavanaugh all Kavanaugh's no matter how they spell it can all tra- that's a double all yep <laughs> can all trace their lineage to one person in the 1100s apparently according to this
0: mark link. really is thorough
1: my youtube video for this week <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's very oh thorough. my god uh, is
0: baltimore's subway link Ooh. He has a special interest, and he's going for it. He's so
1: autistic. Yeah. Um, Ktransit.com website update. San Juan, Puerto Puerto Rico, updated with images of Tren Urbano. (laughs) (laughs) He's so, like... He's very thorough. Wow. He has a travel blog. He's so autistic. He's... Very
0: thorough. This yellow
1: font is a lot, though. It's very... You should
0: um, look at the the newsletters because they're all done on publisher documents, and it's very fun. (laughs) He also lists which years he's missing them because some of them he couldn't find. So... Because he, like, transferred over some files from an old computer to a new one. He calls it the Kavanaugh Gazette, and you yeah. didn't mention that? I, I forgot that it was called the Kavanaugh Gazette. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. There's... Oh, my God. They go back yeah. to
0: 1994. Yeah. Yeah, he's archived what was them. happening...
1: 1997 is missing.
0: Yeah. Um, but you can see uh, 2003. Uh, he does, like... They're like pages. It's like a full gazette, you know, like it's...
1: Merry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, the font is terrible. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. Mark happenings. Ooh, my favorite part is the mark happenings. (laughs) I hope that if for some reason Cynthia or Mark ever hear this, I hope that you both know that we love this and it is amazing
1: I want you to make sure that your like family is safe because this feels like a lot of personal information yeah. that you're putting online but also this is fucking awesome <laughs>
0: yeah and I'm obsessed maybe with it. consider scrubbing it for safety but also or like putting it behind like a security wall so that someone has to have a password to access it yeah but like amazing you're doing great thank you trainer for setting up the music for us ages ago
1: that we use always and that we love Mm -hmm. um and
0: yeah and uh please i don't do this part normal rate review and subscribe uh let us know what you're putting in your cabinet if you're letting listening on spotify if you aren't listening on spotify feel free to email us yeah you can email us at themacabcastpod at
1: gmail.com. You can send us recommendation stories. You can send us your own stories that you want us to read. You can do whatever you'd like. Um, send us an email or you can send us a message or see our posts on Instagram, which is uh, the handle at pod. We post um, a little blurb with, um, of the description and then also like pictures of what um, we talk about every time we uh, do an episode and i always intend to do more on the instagram and i don't so whatever it's fine <laughs> um but yeah I think that's all so thanks for listening and i suppose it's your turn Hall. Huh?
0: and what's in your cabinet good night <laughs>